1: I spent night with a random guy. On our anniversary trip and my husband flew back and left me. People have read it, I need your help. I fucked up real bad and it seems like there's no way to get out of this mess. If anyone has faced similar problems like me, help your girl out please as I don't know how to get out of this chaos. I, female, 35, and have been married to my husband, male, 37, for three years. My husband works in a software company while I'm an office clerk in a school. We have no children. Me and my husband met through Tinder. We matched with each other around five years ago. We started out casually dating each other and then got exclusive after some time when we realized we really liked each other. Our relationship was quite fun. After two years of dating, we tied the knot. We were already living together, so it had not been much of a change after marriage. I thought that everything was going to be fine in our marriage life as well, but I was wrong. After two years of marriage, we started having problems in our relationship. This was different from your usual couple's spat. These were serious problems. It started out with small things like I would get if he left his wet towel on the bed. He would get mad at me when I used to get home late from work. In the beginning, I thought that these fights were normal. All couples must go through things like this. But the real problem was how we didn't resolve these issues. They would pile up and become something really big. So, I remember one time my husband didn't come home till it was midnight. I was waiting for him with dinner. I called him up, but he didn't pick my call. I got really worried. Then when he came home after midnight, I asked him where he was and all. He just told me that some meeting ran late and he had dinner with his office colleagues. I told him that he could have informed me. I was waiting at home with dinner for him like an idiot. He told me he's sorry, but he didn't look sorry at all. He looked like he just wanted to end this conversation and go to bed. I got really upset and stopped talking to him. We didn't talk for a week. I thought that he would come to me and try to talk to me. But after one or two attempts to talk to me, those attempts weren't genuine at all. He stopped talking to me as well. He just told me that he'll be waiting for me when I'm ready to talk to him. The lack of effort from his side was really eating me up. I started talking to him again, but I was still upset, and this guy didn't even care about his wife. Initially, I suspected that maybe he was sleeping with someone else behind my back, but found nothing. He was just losing interest in this marriage. It was hard to digest because it was the same man who used to put a lot of effort just to be with me. When we were dating, he would come pick me up for dinner straight after coming from work, and now one call seemed too much hassle for him. I was getting tired of his shit. I didn't want this half-hearted relationship. We stopped getting intimate with each other as well. One day, I told him clearly over breakfast that there's no reason to be with me if he doesn't want me anymore. I can be out of his life for good. That finally got to him. He told me that he really loved me and apologized for hurting me. He said he will fix everything. I asked him how he was going to do that we have stopped talking to each other properly. There was a lot of distance between us now, even though we were living under the same roof. He told me that we just needed some quality time together and that we would sort out everything. Our third marriage anniversary was coming up soon. He insisted that we go on a trip on our anniversary. He said that it would be a way to celebrate the anniversary and it would be also good if we spent the time away from all the responsibilities. I gave it a thought, and his words made sense. I felt the differences between us were coming because we stopped being a couple. Instead of spending quality time together, we were more concerned about other things. We stopped having romantic conversations with each other a while back. We used to just talk about things like electricity bills, groceries, and stuff like that. These were important stuff, but not more important than us. I thought that maybe time away from all these things would actually be good for us like my husband had insisted. I told him that the trip sounded like a good idea. He seemed excited and told me to pick any place. He would book everything immediately. I smiled at him. It was the first genuine smile I had given him in months. The smile he gave me back was beautiful. He had stopped smiling at me like that. After a long time that day I finally got some hope that everything wasn't as bad as I had thought and that we could still fix things between us. I was excited for this trip. I immediately started researching as to which place we should visit. I wanted this trip to go perfectly. After a lot of research, I had finally opted for Bali. We both were beach persons and Bali had some of the most beautiful beaches. It seemed like the perfect option for both of us. I waited for my husband to get back from his work. Everything had taken an 180 degree turn. I was upset till the morning and suddenly I was so excited. I asked my husband what he thinks of Bali. He seemed excited about the option too. He told me that he will get everything booked. After so many months, we finally got intimate with each other that night. It was like this problem phase of our relationship was going to get over soon. I started preparing for the trip. We were going to Bali for a week. Soon the day of the trip came and we left for Bali. Me and my husband both had taken leave from our work we reached Bali. I was really tired as it was a 22-hour journey to get here. To my surprise, my husband had booked a suite for us in a very expensive resort in Ubud. I was very excited. We got intimate with each other. But soon, my husband was starting to lose his interest again. I asked him what's wrong and why he was being like this, but he shrugged it off. He said he was jet-lagged and needed some rest. I believed him because we had a long flight on our way there we decided to get some rest and then to explore the places on the itinerary. I had done my research and had prepared a detailed itinerary so we could have a good time here. The next day we went to Lavina, which was a beach, and I had heard that it was beautiful. Our resort had arranged a taxi for our entire duration. We went to the beach, but my husband had started being the same way he was acting in the last few months. He was either looking on his phone or staying silent. It was like he was the least bit interested to be here. I tried to talk to him, but nothing. He only gave me vague or one word responses. I thought that maybe he needed some time to settle here. We were here for a week, so maybe he will be fine in a day or two. We got back to our resort and he went to sleep saying that he has a headache. Another day passed like this. We were out exploring Bali, but my husband was the least bit interested in me or in Bali. We looked like two people stuck with each other on a vacation. Finally, the day of the anniversary came, but my husband's behavior didn't change at all. We were supposed to be strolling through Ubud itself. Ubud is famous for the arts and crafts in Bali. I had planned this thinking that my husband would love it. For as long as I knew him, he had always been interested in arts and crafts. If he went on any trip and found some crafts item, he always brought something back home. I had hoped that maybe exploring arts and craft would uplift his mood, but I was disappointed. There was no change in his mood. Instead of getting closer on this trip, we were getting more distanced. At this point, I couldn't remember the number of times I have asked him what's wrong since we have arrived in Bali. I had worn a very beautiful paisley dress. I had gotten this dress specifically to wear on our anniversary. My husband didn't even look at me for more than a few seconds, let alone talk about a compliment. I was feeling all sorts of emotions that day. I was hurt, dejected, and frustrated. I couldn't understand why my husband brought me here if he had no intention of talking to me or anything. He literally himself told me that we should come to Bali and now he was acting all distant and shit. I was so hurt by his actions. I couldn't control my emotions anymore. I had enough of his nonsense. As soon as we got back to the suite, I asked him what the fuck was wrong with him. When he started giving me stupid excuses like he had done throughout the trip, I got really fucking pissed. I started shouting at him for taking me for granted. He got angry at me as well. He started telling me how nothing he did for me was enough. He took us to Bali on such short notice, and instead of appreciating him, I was shouting at him. We both were screaming at each other at this point. After some time, he left the room telling me that he needed some space. I didn't stop him. After he left, I laid down in the bed and tried to sleep. I twisted and turned many times trying to sleep but failed. Our fight from earlier kept replaying in my head. The more I thought about it, the more I cried. I gave up on sleeping after a while. My husband still was back at the suite. I thought that it's better to go outside than sit in this gigantic room alone. I went to a bar nearby. We had checked out the resort's bar a few days earlier. I wanted to go to a different place tonight. I got dressed up, redid my makeup, and then went to the bar I had seen on passing earlier. The bar had a very cozy vibe going on. There were lots of couples dancing on the dance floor. Many couples were just making out on the floor. I went to the bar and ordered myself a gin and tonic. The drink helped me calm my nerves. I was so frustrated earlier, but it was good to be here. I ordered myself another drink when someone took the seat beside me. It was a foreigner just like us. He seemed a little bit older than me. I didn't pay much attention to him and started scrolling through Instagram on my phone. My drink came and I finished it very quickly. The stranger beside me started speaking to me. He told me that I should try a shots. He told me that it's a traditional Balinese liquor made from fermented white rice and coconut palm flowers. It sounded interesting, so I ordered that. My drink came and I knocked back a shot. It was quite hard. The shot had loosened me up. I started talking to that stranger after that. He introduced himself to me. He was also in Bali for a solo vacation. The way my husband has been throughout the trip i felt like i'm on a solo vacation as well i took more eric shots as i laughed with that man on the bar all thoughts of my husband were forgotten at this point i don't know what came on me when i started kissing that man in the bar i don't remember much details afterwards clearly but i remember him asking i would like to go to his airbnb with him i vaguely remember that i said yes and we went to his villa even though i don't remember the details accurately I remember going to his room and stripping my dress off. I wish I could forget that I slept with a stranger on my anniversary trip. I know I fucked up, but I don't know what came over me that night. The next morning, I was woken up from my sleep from loud knocks on the door. I was shocked when I saw that there was a stranger on the bed with me. The loud knocks along with my hangover felt like I'm gonna die. I opened the door after wearing my dress. I was so hungover I didn't check who was on the other side of the door. So I wasn't prepared when I saw my husband standing on the other side. His face was red with anger. I got so scared when I looked at him. He came inside the villa. He went to the bedroom then. He got even more angry when he saw a naked man in the bed. He started screaming at me for cheating on him. This woke up the man from the bar. He got confused as to what's happening. He got up and asked what's happening, but neither me nor my husband responded to him. My husband looked at me with so much anger that I didn't dare to meet his eye again. The man from the bar didn't get the hint and tried to come to my side. This move unleashed the anger my husband was holding. He punched the guy on his jaw. The guy moved backwards. My husband wasn't done yet, so he started hitting him again and screaming at him to not touch his wife. I was terrified. But I couldn't let this man get beaten up for something I should be blamed for. I went in the middle of them and pushed my husband off that guy. His anger only got increased by that. I told him we should leave from here and go to our resort. His eyes were filled with anger, but he agreed. We went back to the resort. The entire journey, my husband kept looking at me with so much hatred. I couldn't even bear it. As soon as they reached the resort, my husband shut the cab's door with such force that even the cab driver got scared. I went after him. I knew his anger was justifiable, but I didn't know what happened to me last night. I never felt so vulnerable earlier. I was begging my husband to listen to me in our room, but he didn't listen to any words I was saying. He started throwing things around. Everything that was placed on the shelf for decoration was now broken on the ground. My husband kept shouting as to how I could do this to him. His anger only increased as he looked at me. We got a call from the resort's reception desk asking if everything is alright. People staying near our room were worried. This calmed my husband down. He didn't like creating scenes. He stopped shouting and throwing stuff, but he didn't get calmed down either. He started packing his stuff when I asked him what's he's doing. He told me that if he saw my face longer, he's going to kill me or kill that dude. He was leaving and going back. I begged him not to do this, but nothing fell in his ears. He was so consumed by his hatred for me that nothing mattered to him anymore. He left shortly after leaving me alone. He just told me that he doesn't want to see my face, so I shouldn't bother going back home. I spent the whole day crying, thinking and regretting what I had done. All the hope there was to sort out our relationship had been killed by me. I couldn't believe that our relationship was ruined, and it was me who ruined it. The hatred in my husband's eyes was killing me. After spending the whole day in bed crying, I decided that I should go back home as well. There was no point in me staying here alone. I called up the hotel desk and told them to arrange a flight ticket back home as soon as possible. I got in the airport the next day for my flight back home. The hotel staff had asked me if I was sure because urgent flight tickets were costing around more than 2,000 USD, and our room was already paid for the whole week. There were no refunds. I told them I was sure. There was no point in staying here alone. This trip had done the opposite of what I had expected. I was so screwed. It took more than 24 hours to get back home. The entire journey I was so anxious and frustrated that I kept throwing up. I was mentally and physically tired when I got to the airport. Even though I wanted to go home and sort things out with my husband, I had no energy left for that. I took the easy way out and went to live with my parents instead. My parents lived in the same city, thank God for that. I thought that my husband had already told me to not come home. And I, anyways, didn't have the energy at that point to beg for his forgiveness. I couldn't forget how angry he looked in the resort. I thought the best option was to give him some time. I had planned on coming to the house after gaining some energy and thinking through as to what to tell him to pacify his anger. I went to my parents' house and slept through the entire first and second day. My health didn't improve here. I had frequent episodes of vomiting and nausea. After two days passed like this and nothing had helped, my mother suggested that it's best we went to a doctor. I agreed with her and went to our regular doctor. I told the doctor that I had fever and frequent episodes of vomiting. She asked me when was the last time I had my menstruation. Her question shocked me a bit. I hadn't even considered that I could be pregnant. I had a history of irregular menstrual cycles, so I didn't think about this. I shared all the details with the doctor and hoped for the best. She checked everything and then told me that I needed to get a pregnancy test done. She told me that I could either take one at home or they can do it at the hospitals. The ones at the hospital were more reliable. I thought that it's best to get it done here in the hospital only. I went to get my test done. I was so scared as I did everything the nurse told me to. Everything was going to get fucked up even more if this is that stranger's child. I was so drunk that I didn't even remember if I used a condom or not. I cannot even call him and ask. I knew nothing about him. My heartbeat went erratic as all these thoughts came to mind. How was I going to face my husband? I didn't have to wait much longer. The hospital had emailed my reports by that evening. I was pregnant. I was so shocked. I felt like my whole world was ending. I almost collapsed crying when I noticed something else on the report. I was four weeks pregnant. That means this is the child of my husband. The night he told me that we should go on a trip came rushing back to my memory. I had completely forgotten about that. I released a breath of relief. That was after a long time we had gotten intimate with each other. I was on birth control pills as we both didn't want a baby but I must have forgotten it or something. It made sense now why I was so overly emotional during our trip. It was due to my pregnancy. Maybe he will forgive me now that we are going to become parents. I thought to myself and hope for this as well. Having a child was a big thing. I hope that this news helps him to calm down his anger and we can move forward from my mistake. I kept hoping that he forgives me now. I didn't tell my parents about my pregnancy immediately. I thought it's only fair that my husband got to know first i went to our house with my luggage in the evening i was shocked when the door didn't open when i pressed the passcode has my husband changed the lock was my first thought i immediately called him up but his phone was busy it was very unlike him to talk so much on calls and not call me back i was confused had he blocked me i was so confused what am i going to do now i kept thinking After waiting for an hour outside our house for him to either pick up my call or to come home, I went back to my parents' house. I didn't have the energy to explain to them what had happened, so I just made some excuse that my husband had gone somewhere, so I didn't want to stay alone. I knew they didn't believe me. They decided not to question much and let me be the way I wanted to be. So yeah, that's all that has happened in the last few months of my life. I know this is not something usual, but it has happened to me and I don't know what to do next. My husband won't even talk to me. I can't even go to my house, and I have a baby inside me. I don't even know what to tell my husband that will take his anger away. If anyone has any suggestions, please share. Thank you for listening till here. Update. It has been four months since I posted my story. Before I share with you all what happened after that, I'd like to thank all the kind people who commented and gave me support. I truly appreciate all of you. So the next morning, after I came back to my parents' house again, I had an appointment with my gynec. I knew my husband would have gone to the office. He was that type of person who went to their office even with high fever. I thought that I would meet him first and then go to Gynac. I was hoping that after I tell him that I'm pregnant, he will take me to the Gynac himself. When I went to see my husband, he was still angry, even more than the last time I saw him. He wasn't shouting or anything, but the anger in his eyes gave me goosebumps. I was scared again. He took me to the side of his office floor and held me by my arms rather tightly. He asked me what I was doing here. I told him that I had come to meet him. He wasn't happy with my response. He told me that he hates me and that I should stay away from him. Even though I was hurt by his words, I managed to collect the courage to tell him the truth. I told him that I'm pregnant. What happened next still makes me want to cry. He laughed at me and told me that I should go to Bali and tell that bastard this. He thought the man from that night was the father of this child. Even though it hurts to hear this, I knew I deserved this. I told him that I was four weeks pregnant. You are the father. My words shocked at him for a minute, but he quickly composed himself and then spoke a words that hurted me even more. He told me that he didn't believe the words of a woman who could sleep with anyone. I started crying there and told him that I'm still his wife. He had to believe me. He kept laughing as my tears meant nothing to me. He told me that he made the mistake of marrying a characterless woman and he was going to rectify his mistake. He told me that he was going to divorce me. I was pregnant with his child and he was going to divorce me. I kept explaining to him that we are going to have a baby and he cannot just divorce me like this. It wasn't fair to the child. I begged him to forgive my one mistake. We can move on from that, I told him. I told him that he cannot abandon his child. His words then broke me. He told me that he didn't care and that I could abort the child or do whatever I wanted. I don't give a flying fuck, he said with so much coldness that I stood there frozen. He then asked me to leave his office premises and never enter again. Before I left, he told me that his lawyers will soon contact me regarding the divorce process. I left his office in tears and then went to my Gynac. She did my checkup and then gave me medicines. I asked her if I had consumed a lot of alcohol because I wasn't aware of the pregnancy. She said the baby was fine and to be careful from now onwards. I didn't ask my Gynac about the abortion because I knew I wanted to have this child. I'm 35 years and my biological clock was ticking anyways. It didn't matter what my husband said in the morning. Once he calmed down, he would come back to me. I kept thinking to myself in the car from the guy to my parents' house. I told my mother about my pregnancy and that me and my husband had gotten into a big fight. I asked her if I could stay here for a few more days. I knew ultimately I had to tell her everything, but there was still this hope that my husband would come and take me from here. I started going to work again. I kept calling my husband's phone multiple times a day, but it always came busy. He had blocked me for good. It had been more than a month and I was losing all hope till one day the call actually went through and he picked up my call. I burst into tears as soon as I heard his voice and told him how sorry I was. And if he just gave me one chance, I'll do everything to earn his forgiveness. He listened to me like he was actually considering it. He told me he isn't sure and doesn't know if he can trust me or not. Even though he wasn't saying anything nice, I still got a glimmer of hope at his words. This was the first time he had spoken so much to me. I told him that I'll earn his forgiveness and trust again. He didn't say anything much after that and hung up. That day after work, I went to his home instead of my parents. I rang the doorbell. His car was in the parking lot, so I knew he was home. He opened the door, looking surprised to find me here. I went inside and then hugged him. He let me hug him. I started crying and he then calmed me down. I kept telling him how sorry I was and how I will fix everything. He listened to me and then kissed me. I kissed him back and then he took me to the bedroom. I went with him. We got intimate with each other that night. I thought that everything was going to be fine after that. The next morning he told me that I should get my luggage back home. I should be here so he can take care of me and the baby properly. His words made me emotional again. Everything was finally getting on track again. He went with me to my parents' house and then helped me in packing everything. We came back home after that. He helped in unpacking everything. I was so happy after such a long time. He started taking care of me. Every night he used to take me to bed with so much love and tenderness and then we got intimate with each other. I was only 10 weeks pregnant, so it was completely safe as well. It had been 4 or 5 days since I had come back home when my husband said that we didn't get a chance to celebrate my pregnancy. I didn't understand what he was saying. He explained to me that in the earlier circumstance, we didn't get to properly celebrate my pregnancy. I agreed with him. It was quite a big chaos then. I suggested that we can go for dinner, but he said that he wanted to do something big since it was our first child. He decided that he'll throw a party this weekend to celebrate and announce to everyone properly that I'm pregnant. He told me that everything will be perfect and he'll arrange everything. I didn't have to worry about anything. True to his words, he managed everything. He handled the food and invited all our family and friends. I was quite excited about this party. It seemed like we were finally over the dark phase in our relationship. The day of the party came and I started feeling a bit anxious. I got the feeling that something was about to go wrong. I still got ready for the party and prayed that everything would go well. All the guests started arriving. Except for my parents, no one knew I was pregnant. My husband had said that he would announce it at the party only. He had told everyone that we were giving a party for our third marriage anniversary. When I heard it, it brought back the bitter memory, but I let it go thinking everything will be fine, eventually. The party was going quite well. Everyone was laughing and enjoying themselves. My nerves were getting calmed down. I thought that I was just overthinking. I had just started enjoying it when everything fell apart. My husband called for everyone's attention as he had an announcement to make. I smiled at him thinking he would tell everyone that I'm pregnant, but his announcement took my breath again. He started his announcement by telling everyone how our actual anniversary was two months back. He told everyone how he had taken me to Bali for our anniversary trip. He told everyone about our anniversary. He told them how he came to the resort and found our suite empty. How he searched for me everywhere but couldn't find me. We both had shared our location with each other and that helped him in finding me in an Airbnb far away with a random man. I kept my eyes shut as I listened to him telling my secret to everyone. There was no point in stopping anything now. There was pin drop silence as my husband revealed my dirty secret in front of everyone I know. I couldn't see anyone's eyes after the truth was out so I tried running away from the room, but my husband wouldn't let me. He held my hands and brought me to the center of our living room. He then laughed evilly and told me that he couldn't give me my anniversary trip in Bali so he thought he'll give it to me today. He then gave me an envelope. I had no doubts about what was inside it. I ran to my bedroom after that and started crying a lot. My husband followed me there. I asked him why he had to do all this. He told me that he wanted revenge for what I had done to him. He told me that all the nights in the previous week we had spent in bed together were a part of his revenge plan. He wanted everyone to know what type of characterless person I was, and that's why he organized all this. I was truly heartbroken that night. I left his house and went to my parents' house. My mother opened the door and told me that my father doesn't want to see my face. She said, it's best if I spent some time somewhere else. I managed to get a hotel room from the little savings I had. I lived in that hotel for quite a few days till I managed to get a small studio apartment for myself. I couldn't face anyone even in my workplace because everyone knows about my mistake I made in Bali. If it was some other situation, I would have left work but I cannot afford to do so. It's not only me that I have to take care of, but I'm also going to have a child soon. My husband hasn't spoken to me since that night. All my communication through him has been through his lawyers. My divorce process with my husband is going on. It's taking some time as there are few complications about me being pregnant and all. My husband had said that he does not want any parental rights or want to be associated with the baby in any way. There are separate legal issues going on as to how he doesn't want the burden of child allowances, and in return, he'll forsake his parental rights. We haven't spoken to each other after that night. All my communication through him has been through his lawyers. My father had not spoken to me after that day. He had said that because of me, he is shameful and cannot look at me without disgust. I stopped trying to contact him after that, and neither visited their house again. The only person I try to contact is my husband. I told him that he can divorce me, but to not abandon his child. I told his lawyers that the child is going to need their father, but they said my husband had told them clearly that he doesn't want anything to do with me or the child. The words hurt, but it didn't surprise me. After everything that has happened, this was quite expected of him. I'm currently five months pregnant. My bump has started showing. Everyone at work gives me looks no doubt wondering whose child this is. It seems to everyone that I conceived this child in Bali since my husband is forsaking his parental rights. I don't know how to explain to everyone that this is the child of my husband only. I feel so confused right now and don't know what to do. I just hope that everything gets better, if not for me, then for this child.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.